ASI247.org. This is your host, Russ Shaw. Welcome to the show this week. This is episode 39. I got a bit of news for you. Uh, it's been a rough weekend. I've, uh, I've had a bit of tragedy in my life this week, and uh, I'm working through it, but uh, I just want to let you all know if I haven't got to your emails or I've received some email that I haven't uh, returned, um, I had a fire on Saturday. We, uh, me and my daughter were had a little cookout in the backyard and was grilling some cheeseburgers and on the grill and and inside I made french fries with oil on the stove top and uh, basically it was a stupid mistake you know I made the fries and I put them on a on a plate and I left the pan on the stove on so my bad basically what I did was I caught the kitchen on fire I'm sitting there in the backyard I hear this popping sound my neighbor comes out and says uh, fire <laughs> So I ran in the backyard and I grabbed a garden hose and I put out, first I looked in there and I saw the fire was just on the cooktop and basically ran out, grabbed the garden hose, which took me about a minute to find it, turn it on, ran back in the house and the whole kitchen was, was on fire. So I put out the fire with the garden hose in the kitchen, but it had gone up the flue and basically caught the upstairs on fire my my daughter's room is upstairs there's a knee wall or attic that caught fire so the whole uh, Alicia my daughter's room is is pretty much charred the whole upstairs is gone um, the fire department came and cut holes in the roof and let the air out and so I got big, huge holes in my roof. My whole house is not livable. So your humble host, Russ Shaw, is homeless right now. But we are still standing. I'm counting my blessings. I'm not going to let this get me down. I just thank God that no one was hurt. My wife and son are still in California, so they're okay. My daughter was in the backyard eating with me. She's okay. I ran in, grabbed her cat, which was in the living room, and didn't really like being grabbed. All <laughs> the smoke and stuff in there. and So I grabbed him and her. I mean, I ran her out the front door and grabbed the birds. Maybe heard birds in the background doing the show a few times. The finches, they were tethered to the ceiling on a steel chain. And I, uh, I couldn't get them right away, so I grabbed our pet rats. We got two pet rats in a cage and grabbed them, took them outside, and went back in and grabbed the birds, pulled them out of the ceiling, and brought them outside. Uh, was going to go back inside. I grabbed my notebook computer, which was on the table. So it's got the show in it. <laughs> right now I'm doing the show from the desktop computer, which still works. We got a little smoke damage, but it, it seems to be working okay. The insurance company said that they'd buy me a new one. They said I better back everything up in it because it might not last very much longer. But that's the computer I'm doing the show from. It's got all my financial information and stuff in it. So, um, it's just been a rough, rough weekend. 
I went back in to get the mice. My daughter's got two little mice in a little 10-gallon aquarium that was on the floor in the living room, and the cops showed up at that point and wouldn't let me go back in the house, which is probably wise. You know, you just don't think. I'm just, like, trying to save everything and all the animals and everything, and the cop's like, you know what, there's nothing in there that's worth your life. And I had a little smoke inhalation. I'm, I'm okay now. We lost one of the birds. One of the finches died. Um, there was two finches in the cage. The male finch died for whatever reason. He smoke inhalation or something. The other one's okay. The female finch is okay. So, so we're um, flying down to L.A. tomorrow. Uh, Long Beach. Gonna go get my wife and gonna drive back up here with her. See if we can't patch things up a little bit with everybody down there, or I don't know, patch things up with her. And I love my wife and tremendously. When they told me that you know the contractors and everything's got it all under control, and this guy Bud from our church is handling our job, I was you know you can you can go. You know they said you can go ahead and get on a plane and go get your wife, and you know I almost started bawling right there in front of them at that time because it's so so awesome to just be able to just fly down there and see her this is traumatic for her as well but uh i missed her tremendously it's been a couple of weeks since i've seen her so can't wait to get on the plane tomorrow and see my baby insurance is paying for a lot of stuff and I'm just so glad that we have insurance man because I tell you what I'd be I'm homeless now but I'd be even more homeless without it I'm sitting in James's Bro- James Brooks trailer episode uh, 18 and 19 James and Celia Brook uh, he wrote a book called Take a Bullet you know check those episodes out that's, that's whose RV I'm sitting in right now out in front of my house, because my house is not livable. And I thank God for community. You know, I, I thank God for James and, and Celia lending me their RV and <clears throat> all my neighbors who kind of came to help us out. And some of my neighbors are watching our pets while we go down there. And, and you know, just people have been really awesome. Um, thank God for Bud at church who owns a company that deals with this kind of stuff. Uh, thank God for... Eldon, my my insurance guy from Farmers Insurance, who's handling my claim, and I, I just I just been blessed with the people who are helping me out in this this uh, this kind of tragedy right now. Um, I recorded a show in my van, kind of going back to the old times. This was uh, a few days before the the house burnt, so wanted to leave you with some kind of a topic today and I'll uh, finish up right after it but here you go back to the van episode hello welcome to ASI attitudes of sexual integrity this is back to the van back to the tape recorder I'm just kind of gonna do a show going back to the olden days I know the show sounds like crap on the tape recorder but bear with me for a, for a few here I uh, I tried to do one on my MP3 recorder, but it just sounds worse than the tape recorder. So here I am at the tape recorder, at the helm of the tape recorder, doing kind of a bonus show via the road, on the road, in the van, 
sometimes stuff just comes to me here, and, and I like to get it out of my brain right away. Because, uh, I don't know, it just kind of, it's like catching a fish, you know, and you, you let it, you, if you let it sit around for a few hours, a few, a day or two, it's just not as fresh, you know. You want fresh seafood, for God's sake. So, uh, that's what I want to talk about a few things today. I was chatting with somebody on the Gmail. Now, Gmail, if any of you guys want to join Gmail, uh, it would be great. I could, I can actually chat with you folks, you know, doing email and stuff like that. It's kind of like an instant message thing built into it. So if you have your email open, um, somebody can pop up and say, hey, how you doing? It's a, it's kind of a, it's another good accountability thing, you know. I see folks up at 2 o'clock in the morning and, you know, and I can, hey, what's going on? How you doing? <laughs> you know. So it's a, it's another good tool for accountability, but also, you know, I get to chat with some listeners and some folks, and folks have sent me email, and anybody that's on my email list is is in the, the chat area on the Gmail. And I was talking with a guy, Heal the Addict. I've talked about him on the show before. He has a blog. It's in the links part of my website. That's uh, asi247.org. And I've been doing a lot of upgrades to that, so I was up kind of late the other night and just going through my my. I lost a bunch of stuff from from Digital Audio Project. I actually moved that one too. So if you've had a hard time uh, emailing me or trying to download shows, uh, bear with me. Uh, I've changed hosts, so I moved to Yahoo instead of the Way to Host, which I was with before, because Yahoo is uh, well, it, it's just as good as far as the bandwidth and everything else, but I get more traffic and I get more space. So, at the same price. So I did that, trying to uh, try to be a good steward of the of money, of the money that people have donated to the show, and um, all that has just been very time-consuming. So I've been on, uh, been online, moving all the stuff, and, and, you know, a healed addict. We were, we started chatting, I was in the email, going through some stuff, and I was just talking about what was going on with me and, and my wife and my, my dilemma with her being in, in SoCal and how it's, you know, it's it's just not good. And he said that, you know, some of my, some of my words sounded a little bit, uh, I, and he didn't say this outright, but here's how I kind of took it. And I, I, I appreciate you guys challenging me with this stuff, too. I want to make sure you know that, that I appreciate someone challenging what I say or maybe the attitude of what I say or what I'm going through because I'm not perfect and I never, you know, I've, I've told you guys before I'm not some guru. I don't, I don't claim to be an expert or anything like that. I just talk about, you know, what's worked for me and I do have some experts on the show and stuff like that. So, you know... It, if you want to challenge me, man, go for it. It's Russ at digital well, whoa digitalaudioproject.com. You can reach me there still too. But uh, if you want to save your keyboard, you can just put Russ at asi247.org. It's a little easier. So challenge me on stuff if you have a problem with what I say. And uh, the healed addict did a little bit, and he got me thinking, and, and I appreciate that. You know, I don't just get all pissed off when somebody says something. I, I think about it and run it through my spirit, run it through my brain and my system. And he said, uh, you know, it just sounds like you're you're doing a lot of this uh, victim stuff. Like I'm, I, I got this attitude, victim attitude. And 
to be honest with you, back in the past, when I when I one of the biggest things that blocked me from healing was that kind of attitude. I would start thinking about this stuff and start thinking about addressing some of this stuff, and and all of a sudden, you know, this thing would pop in my mind and say, you know, you're just a little victim, you little victim. So, I, I, you know, screw that. I'm not a victim. Come on, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a tough guy. Let's go. I'm not a victim. Come on. Uh, so, in some sense, we're all victims of something, stuff that's happened to us, and, and we, you know, processing that, finding out what that means, I think is important in life. But sitting there wallowing in our victimness, you know, is, is not healthy. I mean, I am just as much to blame for for her as as she is. You know, a marriage is a, is a thing. It's an entity. It's it's like a a living deal, and it's just not. It's on the ropes right now. It's in. It's just not doing well. So, one of the things that I've come to a realization with, and that the healed addict has helped me with, is, I mean, I can I can talk all day, and I can sit here and and complain about my wife, and complain about how things are, and complain, and you know, well, she doesn't understand me. She doesn't want to know. I mean, I can say all this stuff, but it's it's just not healthy. It's not helping anything. Is there some truth in it? Of course there's truth in it, but is it helping anything? No. I cannot get into my wife's heart. You can't get into anyone's heart by pointing the finger at them and telling them how much of a piece of crap they are. You know, it's kind of like my vampire analogy. If you're going to stand there and tell someone they're a vampire over and over again, just sit there and point the finger at them and say, you are just this and you're that, and look what you've done, you stupid, filthy evil, sinful, blood-sucking creature. What does that do? What, which identity of a human being is that going to uh, exuberate? Is it going to focus on the vampire? Yeah, exactly. And a person internalizes some of this stuff, like me, and just starts to say, alright, well, you know, I guess I just hurt people. I'm just a vampire. That's what I do. So, you know, hit me, go ahead, boom, boom, with all this crap. And maybe that's what I, you know, I'm doing in my mind with my wife and coming to the realization that I don't focus enough on her positive points. I don't um, focus on her heart, her female, beautiful, God-given heart. You know, it, it's, it, it's gross that I don't do that, that I don't focus on that enough. But through prayer and through you know a lot of people praying and, and a lot of opening hearts and, and us talking, you know we're we're getting you know we're just getting there. I, I pray that we're getting there to the point where we can find the grace in each other, where we can focus on the love that our marriage has. I mean, love love never quits. Um, the Bible definition of love. Has it's just it's it's that man it it never quits love is not self-serving love doesn't find fault love gives out of your heart the wellspring love gives it doesn't take it doesn't strike that's what love is. 
And if there's a war going on, like I talked about in the book uh, God at War, if God is love, then you know all the other stuff is is just it's just part of the battle, you know. And I think that that go can run through all of our relationships with our kids, with our you know people at work, our, our spouse, of course. Um, I heard a guy named Zig Ziglar, who's kind of a, a motivational speaker. He's a sales guy, sales. You know, he goes to seminars and stuff like that. He's also a Christian. But uh, one of the things he said was, the best way to knock a chip off someone's shoulder is to let them take a bow. You know, you praise a person for the good stuff that they have in their life, the good stuff that's in their heart. You praise them for that. You let them take a bow for the for the heart-level good stuff. And they have to see it. They have to see it and identify it. But if you can get them to take a bow for that, that good stuff in their heart, and recognize it, and know it, then you'll make more progress than telling someone and pointing the finger at them and telling them how much they're a failure, how much they hurt you. It's not about you. It's not about me. It's not about how much my wife has hurt me or anybody has hurt me. It's not what it's about. I can take my pain and my hurt to God. I think that's what the whole the cross, the cross is about. It's about pain and suffering and being totally, you know, selfless in your love for another person. Whoever that may be. That's why I believe that the Bible is a book of attitudes. It's, you know, it's not a book of dogmatic rules and mechanical, you know, you do X plus Y and you'll get Z. Um, the Bible is written in, in metaphors, it's written in analogy, it's written in attitudes trying to pierce the heart of the reader, of the listener. And I think that's why, you know, the, the, there's a part of the Bible that says God is scanning the, the world for the humble. God's eyes are, are scanning the earth looking for the humble at heart, the humble spirit, the people who are willing to lower themselves so they can lift someone else up. And I think that that's the message that I, I've been getting. I've been getting from God. I've been getting from the healed addict whose uh, blog is, is linked on my website. If you go to asi247.org, click on links, and his blog will be in there on the link site. But a lot of wisdom in, in what he has to, t- to say to me, and hopefully I'm passing that along to you. And it really is something that I, I've tried to live my life by. I guess I just... And it really is something that I, I've tried to live my life by. I guess I just, you know, in the pain and and realization of the crap that I've been going through in my own heart and my own mind, uh, I have lost sight of some of that stuff and my own hurt. 
I think hurt and pain are the biggest ways for us to take our, you know, to, to keep our eyes on ourselves, you know. I mean, the Bible doesn't say God scans the planet looking for the hurt. I think God has compassion for the hurt, but at the same time, the only way to heal, to pick up the phone and call the good doctor, God, is to be humble. Is to say, you know what, I am a broken, messed up son of a person. And, you know, we just don't get it most of the time. Goes against our flesh, goes against human nature to lower ourselves and lift up our uh, the people that we're in conflict with. Because when we lift them up, we're lifting up God Himself. You know, Jesus said in the Bible, uh, when I was thirsty, you gave me drink. When I was hungry, you gave me food. When I was hurting, you gave me comfort. As you do to the least of these, you have done to me. So, you know, that crack whore on the edge in the street corner with the big sores, that person matters immensely to God. That person matters more to God than the mountains. Alright? There's not one person you see in this world that doesn't matter an, an ocean's worth to your Creator. He's created every single one of us. And he loves us that much. And people will say, well, that person made choices, Russ, to be where they're at. And, you know, they got to live with their choices. But you know what? We all make choices. And the choices we make are usually based on our knowledge. They're based on our logical knowledge, and they're based on our emotional knowledge. And you don't know what that person's been through. That person you're judging, you don't know the whole story. You just don't. We're all dealt a deck of cards in this life. We're all dealt a hand and we play the hand we have. And you don't know what the other player's cards are. You just don't. You don't know what they're holding in their hand. You don't know how they grew up or whatever they went through. You just don't know. And sure, we make decisions like uh, the whole analogy that I did with uh, Anakin Skywalker, the whole Revenge of the Sith. You know, we make decisions based on our hurts point is you don't know you just don't know what that person has gone through why they're making the decisions they're making and we judge those people and we get mad at those people and why don't you make better choices why don't you you know just stop this behavior why don't you stop hurting me that's what we say and that it's not about us That is a hard lesson to learn. It's a hard lesson for me to learn, I'll tell you that. You hurt me, I'm going to hurt you. Do not return evil with evil. It's the words of Jesus. Never return evil with evil. Hebrews 13.5 I will never leave you or forsake you. He will never leave us. He's never going to quit on us. Do we have that attitude towards other people? You call yourself a Christian? Do you? 
out there, you're running around pointing fingers at people and telling them how much of a vampire they are. Yeah, that's 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 really good work. That's that's helping out. Sure. Get them to internalize their pain. Come on, wake up, wake up. Perfect love drives out all fear. It drives fear away. Now back to the studio with Rashad, the guy you don't want cooking with oil. See, I can laugh about it now. Sure. <laughs> it's still painful, but I'm trying to make the best of a, a tough situation. Um, I'm all right. I'll be okay. You, you take a you pick a fight with the devil, and sometimes stuff like this happens. So I'm I'm not giving up though. I'm not gonna quit. I would never. Uh, I'm not gonna get all bitter and whiny. You know, that's part of the thing. Is I've been really surprised at how I've reacted to this. Um, Listen to one of the WTFWJD shows. And Eli was talking about what do you build your your house on? You building it on the rock or you building it on sand? And uh, you know I've really been leaning on that. As tough as it's been, it's been hard. I've freaking wept over this. Um, but hey, you know I'm leaning. I'm leaning on God and, and I'm getting through it. You know I'm gonna be all right. Family's gonna be all right. That what doesn't kill me makes me stronger. So. Uh, until next time, may not be next week, but I will be, uh, I'll answer the emails when I can. Send me an email. I, I encourage you to send me an email. Get some of this stuff off your chest. It's russ at asi247.org. Uh, Michelle's email is still down. I'm working on it, but, uh, she will be up soon. This is ASI, Attitudes of Sexual Integrity, Russ Shaw. Pray for me. I'll, I'll be all right. I want to leave you with a tune. It's called, uh, it's called Adversity, something about by the Matadors. It's uh, Rise Above Adversity. So here you go. Until next time. This is Russ Shaw signing off and praying for better days. Remember, life is 20% the stuff that happens to you and 80% how you react to it. And I am uh, I'm dealing with that right now. <laughs> Till next time, bye. I've seen the matter aiming before the head. The bottle and the breeze left the anger shifted in. Now I can see, now what you mean? How the world is turning around when the planet's all alive. The seed's sown, just let it grow. And when the damage comes alive, and the genius force is driving, get a grip and open up your eyes. The youth is pulled away and they're tired of the lies. I want to know, now do you know how the sound of your voice makes you saucer?
voice in my head Rise above adversity Shuffle down a fear that it's not the way to be Get up Rise above adversity Shuffle down a fear that it's not the way to be Get up 